Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast. I don't know how many we've done. Over 20? Must be. Anyway, what shall we got cooking with this beefed up Colorado in, well, Colorado? Probably a Raptor fighter. Though to be honest, I'm kind of surprised they didn't use Silverado for that. In fact, that's what I would have done. New Mercedes S-Class pickup, before you ask, yes, it's as ugly as you think it is. Pickup concept gets rendered in AMG form and it doesn't help. Okay, anyone who knows about the Nissan Navera, which I believe it's called, which I'm, you know what, in fact, I saw one a few days ago, which was, well, not a few days ago, like a, like a month ago, but either way, it was awesome. Weird, but also awesome. Basically, Mercedes put their face on it and it looks like the truck had plastic surgery. It's that bad. I'm sorry, it, it's terrible. Terrible. I mean, you can tell it, it had plastic surgery. It it just looks like Mercedes dumped its its family face on it and said, "Look, it's our own truck." When it's not, it's too terrible for words. Orecas, I believe. I believe that's how you say it. Orecas new 07 is the LMP2 racing prototype to beat. Alpina B3 2.7 Touring is the E30 M3 that is fast and much more practical than an, than an actual E30 M3. McLaren reportedly loses mobile sponsorship to Red Bull Racing. Spanish Audi Q5 owner could be compensated by VW over Dieselgate. No, 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 it should say, it should say they're going to be compensated by it, because frankly, what, Volt, what VW has done is a lot of mess, and it's their own fault. Ford says its hot hatches are ideal for living a Swiss Army life, and you know what? I wouldn't argue with them on that. Man films convoy transporting nuclear waste in his own neighborhood. Also, shouldn't that be highly dangerous because, oh, I don't know, radioactive waves of some kind? Or or maybe they have it contained, I don't know. Who needs a Tesla Roadster when there's an electrified Mazda MX-5? Me. Well, well, maybe not, because I'm not, I mean, I like mid-engined cars, but I wouldn't really want one, unless it was like an Alfa Romeo 4C, but, hmm. Hmm, that is a good question. Anyway, though, defective fuel pump makes BMW recall 136,000 cars in the U.S. AC Schnitzer, yes, that's how it's said, pumps up the BMW M2 to 420 horsepower, or near enough, M4 territory. Not quite, but near enough, as I said. Opel slash Vauxhall Mareva? Mireva? I guess. I, I don't really, I don't really know. We'll go for SUV looks. 1900 horsepower Dodge Viper is the modern purple people eater. I'm sorry, I saw an image before and it said purple Porsche eater, and so, um, I kind of got confused. And yes, it's a video. And this is a podcast, and, and those things don't mix, so, too bad. RWB's first ever Porsche 911 Turbo is crazy, awesome, and for sale at over $200,000. I weep. I weep every day. <laughs> Toyota recalls another 5.8 million cars worldwide over defective Takata airbags. Strict diesel tests make automakers reevaluate their U.S. Por- portfolios for diesel engines, of course. Well, diesel engined cars and stuff. Iconic BMW M3 E30 Evo 3 could fetch up to $140,000 at auction. For Steiners, I guess that's how it's said. McLaren 570VX wants to be a baby P1 GTR, and you know what? It all, it, you know what, it almost does it, and then it also kind of doesn't at the same time. If, if it was a little bit crazier, 
then it would do it. Maybe, maybe a bigger wing is what's needed. Toyota brings the 70 Series Land Cruiser up to date, even though it does look like something from the 1970s. The latest Volvo S90 review finds very little wrong with it, which is great because honestly, I really like the S90. Toyota Tires brings Hunicorn V2 and a wide-body McLaren 650S, and also more to SEMA. 2017 Nissan Frontier goes on sale in the U.S., priced from $19,330. Zero to 60 Mustang GTT wants to look like a Ford GT, and it does, and it doesn't, and it looks terrible at this all, all at the same time. It, it's colorful, I guess you could say. Hyundai. Hyundai Ionic Hybrid and EV go on sale in the UK from £19,995, or near enough like twenty four, well, $23,000 to $24,000. Leonardo DiCaprio checks out Tesla's Gigafactory with Elon Musk. Why he'd want to go to the Gigafactory is beyond me. I don't know, maybe he's an uh, environmentalist. Who knows? Someone does. BMW unveils SEMA-bound M Performance Parts. That look pretty subtle to me. Meet Honda's new URV. Yeah, it, the name sounds just as weird as it as I just said it to be. And yes, it's an SUV, and it's only made for China, which is good because it needs to stay there with its ugly face. Tesla Model S jump lands on E-Class before crashing into Mercedes dealership. Why? No, 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 no. Why isn't the question? How is the? That's the question I need to be asking. How? Sayat quietly, quietly retires the Ibiza ST estate. Kind of a shame, really. From the picture, it looks pretty good. Hyundai heats up, heats up five cars for SEMA. Plus new Skunk Works race concept? Weird. It will be raining 2017 Honda Civics at SEMA this year. Unplugged Performance prepares bold Tesla Model X for SEMA as well. New Mini Countryman will allegedly gain an off-road version. And if you're wondering how it looks, it it's kind of better than the, than the current one, but I advise you. Well, a clarification is needed. There's a black bit on the bumper that separates the lower fascia from the top fascia. Don't get it. Please do not get it. It ruins the whole look of the car. Just get a unified bumper. Then, then it'll be fine. 2017 Nissan Juke goes on sale in the U.S. with new alloys and more standard equipment. And and it still looks just as odd as it ever did. Tesla prices CHR from £20,995 in the U.K. Thinks it can rival BMW X1 and Audi Q2. And you know what? If it's aiming for that, it should have been a Lexus. But also, that's about... Like, twenty six grand. That's kind of, on one hand, that's kind of expensive, and then on the other hand, it's not. Because if it's about Jeep Renegade size, then it is expensive. In fact, that'll, that'll make it very expensive. UK Minister says they didn't pay Nissan to secure Sunderland factory. 2016 model year Dodge Vipers recalled for airbag wiring issue. Honda's new Clarity pops up in, in silver in Colorado. It looks futuristic, but it also kind of looks like an updated version of the F- FCX Clarity to me. Hyundai and Kia agree to pay $14.1 million to settle fuel economy saga. Now, even I didn't hear about this fuel economy saga, so we'll read about this in the second part, if we haven't gotten to it yet, of course. New Volkswagen Terramont is China's Atlas SUV. If you were, if a Dodge Durango and a Jeep Grand Cherokee were to get, like, a German accent or something, that's what the Terramont kind of is. It's sort of a Durango, Grand Cherokee mixed with Volkswagen styling. It actually looks fairly good. It is still kind of weird, though, because Volkswagen never really did anything like that before. 
VW Transporter Blue Motion available in in the UK from £24,591, where near enough, you're going to be paying almost thirty grand for a van. Production spec Nissan Sentra Nismo could debut in LA. Revived Bog... Bogward? To build factory in German hometown. All-wheel drive Dodge Challenger GT confirmed via EPA website. Yep, we're getting an all-wheel drive Dodge Challenger. Though I assume it's only going to have a V6, which is kind of a shame. But also, it also makes me wonder, because Dodge used to sell an all-wheel drive V8 cha- Charger. Why did, Why hasn't someone, from the aftermarket of course, why hasn't someone made an all-wheel drive Challenger already? Why did it take this long? To make an all-wheel drive Challenger. I mean, that's what I want to know. I mean, I get it's a muscle car, and, you know, muscle cars are never all-wheel drive. But, I mean, someone has to be crazy enough to think that that could be a thing. So, why hasn't anyone? That's what I want to know. Oh, right. I forgot to mention. 2018 Volkswagen Atlas is a brand-new 7-seater large crossover for North America. And you know what? We might as well call it an SUV, because that's what it is. I bet you it's not the size of a journey. And, yes, in America, it's called the Atlas. Because reasons? Uh, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Because reasons are, are, are the reason why. <laughs> anyway, I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.how. I really feel cards.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. We are back and we're going to do the recalls. BMW is up first. Owners of specific U.S. registered BMWs might have noticed a fuel leak or experienced engine stalling in extreme cases. The brand's North American branch is aware of these problems, and is, and so is the NHTSA. According to the latter, the in-tank fuel pump can fail because pin contact of the connector of the pump may be insufficiently crimped. Oh wait, I did that wrong. Pin contacts of the connector of the pump may be insufficiently crimped, causing increased contact resistance and leading to heating of the con- of the contact pins during fuel pump operation. There is a long list of BMW cars affected by this condition, and it includes the 2007-2011 X5 3.0 SI, X5 4.8i, X5 xDrive 30i, X5 xDrive 35i, X5 xDrive 48i. Wow, that is a mouthful and X5 xDrive 50i, in addition to the 2008-2011 X6 xDrive 35i, X6 xDrive 50i, X6M, and 2010-2011 X6 Active Hybrid, the 2010-2011 530i xDrive GT, 530i GT, 550i xDrive GT, and 550i GT are also on the list, along with the 2011-2012 528i, 530i, 5i, 535i xDrive, 550i, 550i xDrive, and 2012 535i. And certain 2012 640i, 650i, and 650i xDrive convertibles will have to be taken back to the dealership as well, along with the 2012 650i and 650i xDrive coupes. So basically, almost their entire lineup. 
BMW will start notifying owners of the aforementioned model soon, and technicians will replace the fuel pumps free of charge from December 5th. So basically, well, not a month away, but... Oh, well, yeah, not a month away, but quite a, quite a ways away. So once again, you're getting this before the NHTSA and or BMW will give it to you. What a public service I am providing. And now, Toyota is up next. Toyota is expanding the Takata-related safety campaign by adding another 5.8 million cars to it globally, including some that had their airbags replaced in 2010. The recall now includes the popular Corolla, Yaris, Vitis, sorry, Vitis subcompact hatch, Hilux pickups, which we don't get in America, and Etios sedans and hatchbacks, which again, we don't get in America, made in two batches from May 2000 to November 2001 and from April 2006 to December 2014, according to Reuters. The recall affects 1.16 million cars sold in Japan, 1.47 million units in Europe, 820,000 in China, and numerous others in Central and South America, Africa, Near and Middle East, and Singapore. These vehicles need to have their driver and front passenger airbags replaced, which use a chemical compound that can explode with excessive force after long exposure to hot conditions, spreading shrapnel through the cabin. The parts, which were supplied by Takata, have already claimed 16 lives globally, mainly in the United States, and are responsible for injuring more than 100 people. Takata Motor Corp., on the other hand, is trying to find a financial investor that could support the manufacturing costs of, re of the replacement parts, and it has met with several potential sponsors. Well, at least there are people willing to help them fix their issue, but if no one does... Ooh, I wouldn't want to think about that prospect. Hyundai and Kia are now up next, even though it's not technically a recall. I just thought it'd be a bit of interesting news you guys should know. Hyundai and Kia have agreed to pay $41.2 to settle a state's attorney probe into its fuel economy saga dating back four years, 2012, reports the Wall Street Journal. In November 2012, the two companies altered the fuel, the fuel economy ratings for over 1 million 2011 to 2013 models in the United States, dropping their fuel economy by 1 to 2 miles a gallon. The latest settlement closes the door on investigations from, from 33 states and the Attorney General from Washington, D.C. It also comes two years after the South Korean automakers paid a $300 million penalty, sorry, dollar penalty for overstating fuel efficiency claims. Additionally, Almost $400 million were paid by the companies to settle a class action lawsuit regarding its mileage claims. At the time, Hyundai models affected were the Elantra, Genesis, Azera, Accent, and Veloster, while Kias, which had their fuel economy ratings altered, included the Sportage, Optima Hev, Rio, and Sorento. And now it's the Viper's turn. Fiat Chrysler has issued another recall, only this time it's not for one of its mass market vehicles. It's for the Dodge Viper. According to the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, the problem comes down to a pinched wiring for the driver's side front airbag, which may prevent it from deploying properly in the event of a crash. The issue, sorry, the issue has prompted SA to recall all 14 model year 2016 Vipers manufactured between May 24th and August 28th of this year. To fix the problem, dealers will need to replace the airbag and clock spring, which is set to commence on November 18th. This is the first time we've seen a recall for the 2016 Dodge Viper. The last time we saw the American supercar recalled was for 3,660 examples of the 03-04 model over an airbag module-related issue. And as far as I know, there was the R28 and R29 recall, but, but I believe that was for something else. November 18th, huh? I guess it's not that far away.
And now Ford also has an issue. Except this time with the Mustang. Well, that has three separate recalls. The GT350 and GT350R are included. Ford is conducting three separate safety cam sorry, safety recalls in North America, covering almost 600,000 vehicles between them. The first one revolves around 8,026 units of the Mustang GT350 and GT350R, whose, en- whose engine oil cooler tube assemblies may have sorry, may have insufficient crimps on the hose that could lead to a separation and an oil leak, as the automaker says. That's eerily similar to the BMW one. This condition could could lead to the to engine failure and, in extreme cases, increase the risk of a fire. But the manufacturer is not aware of any accidents or injuries associated with this issue. The pony cars that will have to be taken back to the dealers were built at Flat Rock Assembly Plant from February 24, 2015 to August 30, 2016, and include 6,523 examples in the United States, 957 in Canada, 346 in Mexico, and 59 in federalized uh, territories. The second safety campaign is also the largest one, as it covers 411,663 units of the 2010-2012 Ford Escape and 2010-2011 Mercury or Mariner, powered by 3-liter engines for potential fuel leaks due to possible faulty fuel delivery modules. The Michigan-based giant hasn't received any reports of accidents or injuries related to this condition and states that dealers will replace the faulty parts free of charge. For the third and final recall, Ford has turned to the 2017 Super Duty 6.7-liter diesel chassis cab vehicles made in Kentucky from March 21st to August 28th this year in 182 numbers to replace the adhesive-mounted protective shield installed on the fuel conditioning module with a bolt-on metallic protective one, as this could be dislodged. In extreme cases, cases, water spray or road debris could force the drain valve to force open, allowing air to enter the fuel system or causing a substantial fuel leak. The Blue Oval, which is unaware of any accidents or injuries related to this issue, will have dealers make the necessary replacements at no cost to the owners. That was actually quite a lot of recalls. Toyota Hilux almost slips over during moose tests, much like the Jeep Grand Cherokee almost did a few years ago. Eden Games launches mobile-centric gear club driving game. Another mobile game! Another mobile racing game at that. Looking for the most spacious Q car? Mercedes R63 AMG hits the auction block. And looking for the most ugly Q car? Well, there you have it. GM will use IBM software for in-car ad- Oh gosh, juice it! Really? In-car advertising? Oh gosh. <sighs> Get ready to have McDonald advertising all over your touchscreen then. That is so much mess. Just wow. Alpha N releases eye-catching BMW M2 GTS upgrades. Mini releases new Cooper S Carbon Edition via Amazon India. Man dressed as a tree, for some reason, arrested in Portland for obstructing traffic. And if you ask me, he would also probably be arrested for... I would also arrest him as a distraction to the traffic as well. Because... I mean, yes, everyone's stopping that is going to obstruct, but that's also distracting because that no one would be able to look away from a man dressed as a tree for what is seemingly no reason. Toyota hits the water with new Ponam 28-volt sport cruiser, and no, it's not going to make you look cool at the Riviera. DS4 Crossback Gains Limited Terra Rogue Edition, only 17 available for the UK. Mercedes will build EQ SUV concept-based model in Bremen? Wow. 
Oh, yes, the Hyundai Zero. Sorry. Sorry, America, Europe, and Australia. You won't be getting the new Hyundai, or 2017 Hyundai Zero. At least not as it currently is. And you know what? That's kind of a shame because it looks pretty good to me. Faced with the 2017 Porsche 991 GT3 Spy completely free of camo, Nissan plants Rogue SUV in the middle of their new Star Wars ad. Yay. Acura NSX GT3 getting towed to SEMA by 2017 MDX. And the MDX that they've used, they've also modified it so it kind of looks like... They've lowered it, and so it sort of oddly looks like a... Maybe like a sporty version? Not like a race car version, but it's just odd. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this bit of the podcast, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. And we are back once again. All new 2017 Mazda CX-5 teased and will debut in LA. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be SEMA. The, the other LA auto show. Subaru recalls 1,000 turbo models for overheating air pumps. Which is ironic. <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, no. My bad. I, sorry. I was going to say it's ironic because... Because I was... I thought it said water pump. Not air pump. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's not ironic. If it had been a water pump, then yes, but no. It's official. Next-gen Nissan Wasabi and X-Trail will be produced in the UK. I wonder how expensive that's going to be for them. Because Brexit. Rolls-Royce Boutique opens a new type of showroom in Dubai. Please no. Genesis delivers first G92 customer in the US. Skoda confirms Kodiak Coupe for China. Would love to have it in Europe too, and even America. That would also be pretty cool. Sauber's Marcus Ericsson eyeing Force India's seat or say that You see, now I've been ruined. Force, I'm going to say Force India's seat for 2017. 2017 Skoda Octavia gets a new nose job and new in-car tech. And you know what? I actually like the new front end. It's weird, but I really like it. Next-gen Seat Alhambra. My gosh. Will either go down the crossover lane or die. Wow, that was <laughs> that was an abrupt ending. Retiring Felipe Massa signs up for January's Race of Champions. Nissan GTR owner does the unthinkable. Drives to Mount Everest Base Camp with the Nissan GTR. Because all-wheel drive awesomeness. 2017 Honda Azaria Grandeur revealed in the flesh. And even though we won't get it. And you know what? I don't really like the steering wheel, but everything else, I do like it. It's a, it's a really good looking car. Land Rover's Discovery Vision concept makes cameo in Black Mirror TV show. Lamborghini Huracan driver arrested. Car confiscated Singapore after reckless overtake. Jay Leno presents the Stutz Bearcat. Nissan 2 killed its $7,500 Mexican Sentra from the 1990s. The Suru, because it's a silent T, much like in Tsunami. McLaren MSO HS makes for a rare sighting in central London. Alfa Romeo Giulia station wagon allegedly coming in 2017. And you know what? I cannot wait to see that. It'd be better if it comes with all-wheel drive, too. Time to get onto the Subaru recall. 
Just a couple of weeks ago, Subaru recalled an array of legacy and Outback models due to having a problem with the knee guard bracket in the steering assembly, which I talked about. Now, it has an, it has issued another recall for an even broader array of vehicles, this time for a potential fire hazard. This latest campaign involves over 100,000 vehicles in the United States alone, including the 2007-09 Legacy and Outback, 08-14 Impreza, and 2009-2013 Forester, interestingly, specifically those with turbocharged engines. The problem comes down to the secondary air injection pump, whose relay could fail. That could result in the pump operating continuously, overheating, and potentially bursting into flames. The fix, as a result, will come down to replacing the secondary air injection pump relay. The manufacturer has yet to provide a schedule for when the recall will kick off, but owners should expect to receive notice in the future. Though, you've already received notice now because you listened to the podcast. Porsche's third Jane Cayenne will be lighter, nimbler, and could launch next year because someone spied it on the Nürburgring, as ever. Resvani teases Beast Alpha ahead of next month's debut. 2018 Bentley Continental GT and GTC spied in their second-gen costume. Reborn BMW 8 Series could come in M8 flavor, too. And yet we can't get an M7? Really? Go on board with Felipe Massa for a lap of the Mexican GP. Or, sorry, Grand Prix. My bad. Over 50 hypercars gather for epic display at Shanghai's F1 circuit. Tata's Hexa will cater to active Indians from 2017. New Apollo Aero will be based on Gleckenhaus' SCG003S. Sony Maserati MC12 bound for auction without reserve. 2017 Fiat Tipa underperforms during Euro NCAP tests, unfortunately. Mopar, finally, teases its 2016 SEMA Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram models. Ferrari's F12 successor spotted roaming around Marinello. Audi leaves Le Mans, shuts down enduro racing programming, leaves in a with a bucket of tears. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I might as well tell you what the Mopar guys have come up with for the well, or at least the cars. We got a power wagon. We apparently actually got a retro Jeep uh, showing up, which is going to be pretty cool. We got a Pacifica, which I'm actually quite excited for. What I assume to be a Dodge or a Durango SRT-esque Durango, which we've got going on. And I can see I can see a shaker hood on the hood. So I'll put it to you this way. Dodge are doing an SRT Durango. What you see at SEMA will probably be near enough. That'll probably be it, except there'll be a few modifications for production. I'm calling I'm calling it here and now. Whatever's gonna be at whatever Durango is gonna be at SEMA, near enough, that's gonna be the SRT version. And then we have a weird then we have a challenger with a weird stripe on it. And a shaker hood. And I don't think it's the GT. Hopefully it won't be. Because I mean to be fair, they did that last year. All new Opal slash Voxel Insignia officially previewed. And yes, it's gonna take over from the Commodore in Australia. Whatever the current one is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Commodore. Nissan just turned an electric ENV two hundred into a cool mobile office. Apparently. And you know what? It kind of is, but I can't help but feel you could do the same with other vans. German dealer wants to sell McLaren SLR MSO edition for 11 million. Whatever the German currency is, of course. Which is ridiculous, because it's not worth that much. Chinese car maker launches hybrid slash electric BMW i3 wannabe. Proving the stereotype that the only thing the Chinese auto industry makes are copies of other of other cars and frankly 
There are there is a lot of evidence to back my statement up. Kiyosima bound Nero as versatile as a triathlete. Wow. So they've messed around with it to make it versatile. We'll, we'll see how that goes. China-only Volkswagen Fideon is a lot of car for 51,000 yen, I think it would be. I think I'm right in saying. Should Mercedes give it C-Class the all-terrain treatment? Honestly, I wouldn't. Audi's got them beat there. Audi RS3 LMS wins at the Nürburgring right out of the box. Auto self-driving truck delivers full load of Budweiser beer in Colorado with an autonomous truck. Basically, it's time to run for the hills. Skynet is here. Holden offers an insight into Australia's next-gen Commodore, which is what we just spoke about. And in fact, I think I just went so far back. Okay, the 26, 26. Okay, never mind. I didn't. New Kia Picanto leaks online, revealing Rio-inspired fascia. No, they ripped it right off it. BMW heading to LA show with extensive lineup. But nothing we haven't already seen, which means you might as well not bother. U.S. judge approves Volkswagen's 2-liter diesel settlement. All new 2017 Mini Mini Countryman is bigger, brawnier, and comes as a Feb, and the front end in which the picture I'm looking at is uglier than the last one, though there is a way to fix that. Mitsubishi EX Concept heading to LA show for North American debut, even though to be honest, it's, it's just, it's not that new. It's not new. 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 and E63S get up to 603 horsepower, hit 0 to 62 or 100 kilometers an hour in as low as 3.4 seconds. That's pretty fast, to be honest. Skoda subcompact crossover render doesn't look half bad, though sadly it's just a render, so... Scion officially waves goodbye with eye-watering message on Twitter. Hyundai's mid-engine RM16N turbo hatch on the ring is too good to be true because it looks mid-engined, which actually would be quite awesome. In fact, that'd be the return of the, oh gosh, the Renault Clio, oh gosh, what was that mid-engined one? Ah, uh, Renault Clio, I can't remember it, but anyone in Europe is going to know what I'm talking about. Facelift the 2017 A32 liter T is Audi's point of entry at $31,200, though frankly, that's not cheap. Mercedes-Benz X-Class pickup concept revealed, Nissan Navara never looked so terrible. Mazda teases MX-5 Speedster Evo and RF Curo Concepts for SEMA. Oh, and also, Acura's given the TLX a sporty uh, GT package, which isn't bad, but uh, I don't think it has any place on a uh, on an Acura. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all later. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.